Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. However, you're taking us in. Appreciate it. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. Kelly's still to come on the show. Uh, Mike Pritchard's standing by. We'll talk to him, VEASAN host, about the National Football League. So much to get to. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's been a wild couple days. It has. Matt Brown, our buddy from uh, The Handle, co-host of The Handle, will join us to talk Valspar Championship as well. And we've got our, uh, we've got our NCAA tournament draft to get to, me and you. We're going, going f- down. We're going five deep on this draft? You're going toast. Five deep, yep. Five deep on the draft. By the way, on Friday, is this true? Is is both are both Danielle Alvari and Jason Weingarten in studio on Friday? Mark it down on your calendars, folks. Your yep. your suggestion was the best. You and I should just back out of the way and just let those two have a little. Let those two do the whole hour. You come back here. We'll get some popcorn from upstairs. We'll just watch. How will that go? <laughs> that would be. <laughs> I would love to see that. That's nice. I'm glad to see both of them in studio. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll have both of them in the studio. What a great week it is! March Madness here is just mm-hmm. absolute mayhem. It's so great. It's also one of those like it's one of those times where you have to be thankful for living here, right? Because 100%. people come in town that you yes. never see. Like it's it's one of the really great things about living in Las Vegas. So great, it really is. Mike Pritchard is always here. We're always happy to have him on the show as well. Uh, Mike, good morning to you. How are you, sir? I'm great, Gil Kelly. How are you guys doing? We're doing very well. Can we start with this, can we start with this Lamar Jackson tweet, Kelly? Is that all right? Do we have that available? Um, we don't, don't have it. All right. You can anyway, start. But Lamar Jackson, <laughs> what did he say? He, he went on Twitter yesterday. Now I won't get it exactly right now because I thought we had it. But Lamar Jackson's like, hey, um, basically he was, I guess, talking at people who said, oh, he should have an agent. But he no. basically came out with his co- with contract details, and he's like, oh, really? Do I need an agent? I'll get the exact numbers in a, in a moment. Right. Did you read? In between, do you believe that he is going to sign at those terms that he mentioned with the Ravens? Like, is he calling this out? Yeah, I mean, what was it like a three-year, one hundred thirty-three million or something like that? Yeah, guaranteed? three years, yeah. one hundred thirty-three, exactly. Yeah, so the number, you know, you're looking at uh, the the forties, right, for guaranteed money per year per season, and you know, it's three years. And if you're Lamar Jackson. Man, if you can get that deal for three years, that's incredible. Yes. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the guaranteed money, the number and all that, but come on, really, uh, a team is really going to give you only a three-year contract when uh, you still are on the ascent in your career. I mean, you got to stay healthy, uh, but you're coming off uh, an MVP season not too long ago. You're winning, uh, win-loss percentage, win percentage is, is incredible. Uh, so, 
yeah, that that sounds far fetched. Um, but maybe that's what he's seeking. You know, maybe he's publicly trying to negotiate that way yeah. to the thirty-one other teams. Which you know, I guess that's kind of savvy. You know, if he puts that number out there, and there's a GM that says, you know what, <laughs> Let, let's see if we can do that. But they got to give up two first rounders, though, right? And you know, or sign that offer sheet. Uh, and that starts today. So we'll see, though. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think that could be where he's trying to negotiate publicly. Uh, but I don't know if there's going to be any takers uh, at those numbers right now. The three, if, it, if it is three years, $133 million, let's just act like that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's a win for both of them, isn't it? That's a win for Lamar, and that's a win for the NFL. Because they will have drawn their line in the sand with guaranteed money at the same time, I guess. Not the 233 or 235 but the 133 is fine. We'll do that. So this, what Lamar was commenting on was a report Mm -hmm. from Schefter and Mortensen that dates back to the fall, where they had reported that it was 133 mil guaranteed at the signing, and then and then it also included incentives to be bumped up to a 175 mil with with injury guarantees, and then other incentives that would bump it up to 200 mil. But that that would be what the NFL would want. Yeah. 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 The only thing about it is it's three years, though. You know, that's, right. um, you, you know, from a team standpoint uh, and just my experiences negotiating with teams or my agents, it's like uh, they would rather have either a fourth year or a fifth year situation in which they can kind of control that. You know, uh, and, and in essence, a, a three year deal really is a two year deal. Uh, if you think about it, because in two more in two years, he's going to be able to re- renegotiate or yeah. in two years, the team is going to be looking to get that money back, depending on his performances. Nothing wrong with betting on yourself. I, I yeah. love that. Uh, OK, what's the move here that's been made? Maybe it's Stefan Gilmore to the Cowboys yesterday. Maybe it's Darren Waller to the Giants. What's the, uh, you know, under the radar move? We'll call it, for lack of a better term, the non quarterback moves that you feel has has had the you feel will have the biggest impact on the league to this point that has been made? Maybe it'll even move a betting market. Even if it doesn't, what do you think is the biggest move so far? Um, There's some good ones out there. Montgomery going to the Lions, really. I mean, that that's sneaky good, too. I mean, um, I, I think, um, you know, Waller, Waller I, I thought his best football is behind him. So the, are the Giants going to get a motivated Darren Waller? He doesn't block. Uh, from a tight end position, maybe they use him as a wide receiver. Uh, and, and with that offense, that that gets intriguing a little bit with the Giants. I, I think Dayball ha- has really been uh, fantastic too uh, when it comes to the buy-in right there. But uh, Stephon Gilmore, I mean, that's a headline move too, considering that defense, considering what McCarthy yeah. has said he wants to do with running the football and playing solid defense, right? Getting more to a balanced attack. Uh, and we've seen that. We just saw that this past season where the balanced attack uh, can win a Super Bowl. So um, there's nothing impactful. I, you know, I, I think if we get the news that everybody's anticipating today, this one uh, would be the most impactful, not because of, um, you know, the, the, the talent level or or the prospect of Aaron Rodgers and what he could do in New York. Uh, it's just that would be the perhaps the most impactful move in the entire offseason so far. There hasn't really been anything that I could think of that would move the markets. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers yeah. uh, with the Jets would, would move the markets right no, there. Clearly, that one would. That's for sure. Um, you know, we talked about how the, the Panthers, you know, there's a lot of sort of under-the-radar quarterback signings. Sam Darnold goes to the Niners. Uh, obviously, Jimmy G to the Raiders. But yesterday, Dalton, Andy Dalton goes to the Panthers. <laughs> right. And... 
So the Panthers, who had just traded for the number one pick. So there's a couple questions here. One, did you think... I mean, did you think that the uh, that the Panthers traded too much for the number one pick? Is it never too much to get your franchise quarterback of the future? And does the Dalton signing lead you to believe it's one of these kids or the other? Oh, it's definitely going to be a kid. <laughs> I no. think, uh, yeah, the Dalton is not going to be your starting quarterback. Uh, uh, I tell you, it's not not too bad to have a career backup job like that after Andy Dalton started for so many years. But he's jumping around the league. I think he's chasing uh, Fitzpatrick in his record. Uh, how many teams he yeah. gets uh, surpass or play yeah. for? But just no, to be, it's just to be clear how this comes up with one kid or the other is because Kelly's interpretation was immediately now. Uh-huh. Uh, just full disclosure, I have Stroud bets. Kelly has Stroud and Bryce right. Young bets. When right. Dalton got signed by the Panthers. Kelly immediately went to, oh, no, it's going to be Anthony Richardson now. Um, oh. Do you, do, yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Did you, do you have that kind of reaction where you think it's one now over the other? No, I, I think it's C.J. Stroud. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that reaction, trading up to number one uh, for Anthony Richardson, I mean, we're going through the Lamar Jackson saga, you know, and Anthony Richardson um, uh, is an explosive player, but he's not a, he's not a polished passer yet. Uh, he's not even experienced yet. So, uh, to go up to number one for that type of reach, I, I think is is pretty strong. C.J. Stroud is is out of the box assembly, uh, no assembly necessary. He's ready to go, all right. And so Andy Dalton would be your emergency situation. You're not going to learn from Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton would step in and be your emergency situation. So uh, if you're Carolina, you're drafting a quarterback to start from day one. And to me, that's all about C.J. Stroud. Me too. I still think it's C.J. Yeah. Stroud. This just in, Andy Dalton cannot provide any information to any rookie quarterback at all. Worst teacher <laughs> on the planet. That's what <laughs> <Richard> <laughs> <said>. <laughs> Right. right. Um, you mentioned David Montgomery to the Lions. That's already a crowded backfield, though, isn't it? With, with Swift and with Jamal Williams. Like, aren't they adding strength to strength there? Well, I, I think that was their their strength all along, though. Um, you know, to be honest with you, running the football surprisingly. I mean, even with Jared Goff, but uh, they they um, I, you know just materialized out of nowhere in terms of being prolific running the football. And uh, the more backs, the better, especially if you don't have a, a, a bell cow. I think Montgomery is just that he's a bruiser. Like he he's not you know Swift's going to be that breakaway guy, and you got to keep him healthy the entire year. And uh, you know, we, we saw how many rushing touchdowns they scored last year, too. So uh, it's it's taken away a good player from Chicago, but I, I think it's adding to the depth situation because that running back position is a tough position. You know, I, I think teams uh, look at San Francisco, look at a number of teams that that had a really good rushing attack. But yet, you know, the guys get banged up. So uh, it tells you a little bit more about the Lions, but tells you a little bit more about the league, too, or these surging teams. Uh, that do want to become more and more balanced. For those who are, and we, the, the lack of success of Super Bowl losing teams has been well documented over the years. Mm-hmm. The Eagles have has certainly had a roller coaster off season. Yesterday, Miles Sanders uh, out the door. Rashad Penny signed. At least Miles My- right. Sanders, if you believe his tweets, is out the door. And Rashad Penny on his way into Philadelphia. There's obviously been a whole bunch of other stuff going on in Philly, uh, primarily on the defense. Do you feel like they've had a net negative off season to this point? You know, Howie Roseman is is probably perhaps uh, one of the better GMs out there, and uh, I, I think they believe in that process with the Eagles that they'll they'll be able to replace these guys. I mean, uh, they were not very good a couple of years ago defensively. All of a sudden, became one of the better defenses, not the best defense in terms of getting after the quarterback and pass defense, uh, just from a, a number of moves. So uh, we call Howie Roseman Mr. Transaction Gill yeah. Kelly, and uh, yeah, I'm not going to be shocked by anything he does moving forward. They'll, they'll be okay. I, I think they. 
they know exactly what they're doing right now. Oh, they'll definitely be okay. It's a good football team. Eagles yeah. re-signed uh, all-pro quarterback James Bradbury yesterday as well. Yeah. It should be mentioned. Uh, last thing, we we got to get you out the door. This is a very straightforward question. Are you sick of Aaron Rodgers, Mike? <laughs> I tell you what, there's some danger signs with this. Like, we're 15 years away from the exact thing happening with uh, Brett Favre, right? Yeah. 2008, he got traded to um, the Jets. Well, what happened in 2008? We, we had a financial crisis. Not too long ago, we just had a banking crisis a couple of days ago, and now Aaron Rodgers is about to be traded to the Jets. So, Mike, so hold on, buckle up your seatbelt, man. Something could be rocky out there. Mike's doing that whole, if a Republican gets re-election, Democrat gets re-election, <laughs> this team wins the Super Bowl thing. Dang, Bridge. All right. Wow. Take my money, all my money out of the banks. Hey, man, economics and history. That's a great combination to major in. Every Jets fan is, like, <laughs> nodding their head like, I know this is going to be bad. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Our NCAA Draft next. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today to get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team's here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guides feature in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from VSIN experts like Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops. Peterson. Sign up today to get the betting guides plus full access to VSIN through the end of the tournament for only $19 at vsin.com slash subscribe. Hey, Gil, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. You feel like every everything we do with our promos, like the pricing usually means something. Mm-hmm. Why is it $19? Oh, right. As compared to the prices of other things we do? Or like just around $20. $19. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, the, is that number symbolic for some reason this year? It's practically free. <laughs> What it's it practically is. free. It's practically free. That's what we should be saying. The promo. Um, I think those will go like hotcakes. I, I started. I started working my way through it last night. Did you? Did you pay nineteen dollars for it? Or you get a free copy. Tell the truth. Oh, I get a free copy. Got a big deal around here, Gil. Free. <laughs> I want my. Copy. You might have a free copy too if you checked your email. Oh, do I? <laughs> should probably check on that. Uh. I'm that guy. By the way, I can't get in my email. No, I did. I can't get Still? on. Still? Well, on mobile, I can get it, but I can't get it. I didn't know. BJ. 
BJ, get the call later, BJ. Miguel. I'd like to get in everything, <laughs> not just my email. Everything. If, if anybody can understand, uh, we have BJ, who is our IT guy who works here in who, town. Who couldn't be nicer could or more patient. Not be nicer, more patient, and I better at terrible. his job. Yes. And he gets to deal with like All 30 morons around here that don't know how to do anything. Did you just call me a moron? <laughs> Technologically, with all the stuff that we have to deal with, but it's not technologically. I just don't do it. We have fourteen different logins for different sites. It becomes it becomes cumbersome. Kelly Bidlin just called me a moron. Cumbersome. You ready for a draft, man? You ready to do this? Yeah, you ready to get smoked again? You got it. Smoked again. Do we have music? Do we have an intro? We do not. No, we don't. We don't. No. How this is going to work. Kevin Kev was looking for music. It should be noted. That's right, because I gave him a whole four-minute warning. But what came out was like a uh, a dateline, like a Keith Morrison dateline music, <laughs> where instead of doing a draft, I was like, and then Kelly Bidlin disappeared. <laughs> then what happened? He was last seen with Sean McCullough. Yeah, that's right. So we don't want to use that music. All right, how does this work? Who gets first pick? Um, You can, because you're, bu- you're paying uh, for the cruise ticket. For the other thing, we well, got four hundred bucks for them. Four hundred. I said I'll yeah. pay four hundred. It was one hundred, but through the the generosity and the kindness of no, no, I shouldn't say it that way. Because they're awesome, and because they have to split it a billion ways. Yes, they do. They do. Because it's going to be. It's like ten people. What a great friend Felika is, right? Because I went up to two hundred, two fifty. He's like, you should make it every hundred for every loss, <laughs> every every game behind <laughs> you, uh, Kelly that you finish. I'm like, you're right. Four hundred dollars. Yeah, Felika peer pressured. No, he's right. It's four hundred dollars for everybody. So this is, we're just picking five times each, the winner of the tournament. What happens winner if... Winner of the tournament will put 100 bucks on. Okay, okay, what happens if none of these 10 teams ends up winning the tournament? Then, then no, nothing happens. Uh, nothing happens. I don't, you want to go more than five each? No, no, let's do five. I get first pick, huh? You get first pick. Yeah, well, uh, I know how I'm strategizing this. All right, I am going with my number one pick will be... I'm going to go... Uh, I'll go Houston. It's my number one pick. Okay, Alabama for me. This, uh, remind, this is reminding me of primetime action golf drafts already. I wrote down a list of like 20 teams. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'll go Kansas. Kansas. All right. I think I'm going to steal one from you. Give me Duke. You didn't steal anything from me. Going down the board. I'll take UConn. My number three. Okay. Going Texas. Ah. I'll go Creighton. I will go Marquette. I will go UCLA. This is my last one, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go with... Why don't you go with, like, Kent State or something let's, like that? <laughs> Kent State. Let's go with... In fact, if you pick one of those and they win the national championship, I will go 20 to, I'll go 100 times what I would have to pay for this. How about that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's keep this realistic. Yeah. I'm going. What What do I get? I want. Well, it's too early. I want to do FAU, but FAU's not winning a national championship. How about that earlier on the show? Will Hill, like he said on the podcast, Will Hill with FAU, Florida Atlantic, the Owls. I'm going to join him on the. In the final the, four. To reach the Sweet 16 bet. Well, that's what I brought up at the beginning of the show. Yeah. The, I'm, I'm going to. I think I'm going to jump in on that. By the way, they were. To, to reach the Sweet 16. Last to, team for me, Gonzaga. Gonzaga, we, yeah, okay. I'll go Gonzaga. Last team, uh, Florida Atlanta, in case you missed it earlier, they're 6-1 to one to reach the Sweet 16. They are 12-1 to one to reach the Elite 8 at DraftKings. 
Memphis, who they play in the first round, four to one to reach to reach the uh, Sweet Sixteen, nine to one to reach the Elite Eight. So many ways you could bet this. The um, that it does stink, man, because that that is that they are the team that I was watching so much of the past couple weeks and like falling in love with more as they played Memphis, and then you got to play Memphis and then Purdue. Like, it is rough. But as Will talked about, they got a seven-footer that at least might be able, if FAU does, FAU is a seven-footer that at least might be able to give them some problems. Alan Boston uh, was railing about this because he, he's, you know, he always, he, what is he called, Joe Lenardi, Joe Fraudnardi, then he hates the committee, how they put the brackets together. But he said this was the, I'm paraphrasing, like this was the ultimate, to put Florida Atlantic yeah. and Memphis in the same bracket then have him play Purdue, right? Like, it's just. It sure feels like it. It's brutal. Here's 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 sort of the general. We gave you in pods earlier, but here are the broader drafting odds to make the Sweet 16. Uh, and again, you'd have to go to your brackets and see the pod, if you will. I'll use that term for four teams. Mm-hmm. The two brackets together, because really you're just trying to beat three other teams to get to the Sweet 16. Um, Baylor's the shortest shot of the entire bunch, of the entire tournament. No, we're starting to land a little bit further. Hold on. Oh, we are a little further? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh. were running through a couple graphics here. How oh, about Alabama minus say. 340? Okay, that makes more sense. Alabama minus 340 to get out of their little pod to the Sweet 16. The Houston minus 300. Then you see the UCLA's, Purdue's, Kansas, and Arizona's of the world. Then you get into the minus 150s. Texas, Marquette, Gonzaga. Listen, one of these teams is at least, if not a couple, is not. they're not getting to the Sweet 16. Right? It never happens this way that, that the chalk manifests. So I'm co- trying to figure out which one of the chalkier ones I would even like the best here. Well, Purdue would be the most vulnerable. I think we agree. Yeah. Having to play the winner of FAU and Memphis. But you never know how these injuries, right? Like, how significant is the Sasser injury with Houston? Eh, probably not enough to not get them to the Sweet 16. How significant is the Jalen Clark injury to UCLA? And again, the stat that I... This is another stat that I should point out. I don't know that I've said it on this show. I said it on the podcast. But UCLA not having Clark, this was quantified, and I don't know if I agree with this, but this is quantified by Hoop Explorer. Are you familiar with Hoop Explorer, Kelly? No. They say without Clark, and remember, he is a he's the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. He is also a finalist for the Naismith Defensive Player of the Year nationally. Dang. And UCLA is already a team that ranks, like, beyond 300th in D1 in terms of bench usage with Clark. Now they don't have him. So they're going to have to, like, change radically in that respect. I get it. We saw him in the Pac-12 tournament. Didn't seem to hamper him that much, but... Are they good enough without him to win six straight games to win it all? Here we're only talking about to win two to get the Sweet 16. But here's the Hoops Explorer stat. Hoop Explorer, pardon me. It's Hoop hyphen Explorer. UCLA is 23.7 points per 100 possessions better when Clark is on the floor than off. 23.7 points per 100 possessions? I said that on the podcast, and Wishnev's reaction immediately was, that doesn't sound right. He's like, they can't be that many points. Oh, it sounds like it, they play like seven guys, right? Well, like that's when you start what it is. Out. That's what it is. So, oh, it is. Okay. Well, well, no, I mean, basically, that's what they they use their bench less than almost everyone in D one okay. with him playing. That's how those. That's how those wild of numbers occur. That's part of it. 
So, and I'm not, I'm not just picking on UCLA. I have a future on UCLA to win it all. I hope that that doesn't manifest at all. But I guess when we get back to the point of which are the big favorites, you're saying, that won't make the Sweet 16, Purdue's an obvious choice because FAU, Memphis winner, plays them, assuming they get by the, uh, the, the first four in game, which they will. But then what are the other ones? You probably have to look at the teams that have the injury concerns and say, well, they could be vulnerable because of that. And anyway, that was one way to, to quantify it from Hoop Explorer anyway. 23.7 points per 100 possessions better when Clark is on the floor than off. That is wild. I don't I think, know. I think I found two here that, that we would both like. Okay. Because you, you like Duke too, right? Didn't you like them? Mm-hmm. Or not as much? Not much. Oh, okay. Not really much. Maybe, just, maybe just one of us then. Yeah. Um, UConn minus 110 to get to the Sweet 16. Kind of like that. Iona, and then you got to play the winner of St. Mary's VCU. I know people are high on VCU getting like past UConn. St. Mary's. But, I got UConn in my final four. But at minus 110, I kind of like that bet. And the Duke plus 170 for me, I like. You will notice that all of my five picks in that uh, contest we just did, all from the championship formula. Eight teams qualify. Grab five from those. Kelly snaked a couple. Because, you know, he's a snaker. That's what I do. Valspar Championship with Matt Brown and Kelly next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Splitting bets. Oh, that's different. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. So you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way. VSIN is here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Hey, uh, want to hear a handful of uh, NCAA tournament trends? What you got? These were up on uh, the ESPN Bracketology show this year. Blue teams win 42% of the time. No, I was not one of them. Oh, okay. A one seed has won the title in the last five NCAA tournaments. I think we've said that already. At least one number one seed has reached the final four in the last nine tournaments. Some bracket guardrails for you. Some guidance. A five seed, the highest seed to never win the NCAA tournament. Five seed has never won it. Really? For people who love those kinds of things. First four That's because the 12 seeds beat them every single time. I mean, like every single year, every, all four 12 I seeds I believe beat them. if you listen to the mainstream media, <laughs> 12 seeds are one bajillion and O against five seeds. Right, that's correct. That's right. First four teams have reached the final four twice. VCU, Shaka Smart, UCLA, just a couple years or a few years back. Jaime Jaquez Jr. and uh, what's my other guy's name again? The two J's again? I already forgot it. Sorry, man. Jang? Barking yeah. up the wrong tree. Last, uh, Jared Jackson Jr. No, no. <laughs> no. Last team for Pacific Mountain time zones to win the title. Oh, this is a good one. What is the last team from the Pacific or Mountain time zones to win the NCAA title? Arizona, nineteen ninety-seven. Boom. There you go. I mean, that was like an, it was an educated guess. I'm sure. not going to say it wasn't. It wasn't a guess. It was a guess, but it was an educated. That was that one. game that went into overtime against Ricky Pitino's Kentucky Wildcats. Miles Simon was the star of that game for Arizona. I remember thinking that night, I was like, "Oh, what a pro he's going to be!" <laughs> Great moments in projection history. Let's talk to Matt Brown about the uh, Valspar Championship. By the way, you see this tweet from Justin Ray? Because this, uh, this brings up Matt's boy, Sam Burns, because mm-hmm. he loves himself some Sam Burns. And Justin Ray, who was always tweeting pithy golf things at Justin Ray Golf, 
Sam Burns going for a three-peat this week at the Valspar Championship. Since 1995, there have been 10 instances of a player winning a third or fourth consecutive time in the same PGA Tour event. Steve Stricker went back-to-back on the John Deere Classic. Who could forget that? Stuart Appleby went back-to-back at Maui and Tiger Woods eight times going for a three-peat. Or 10 instances of a player getting a three-peat. Pardon me, Steve Stricker three times in a row at John Deere Classic. Stuart Appleby three times in a row at Maui. Tiger Woods three-peat eight times. Good gracious. That is wild. Someone was asking, did he ever have multiple three-peats going at the same time? And the answer was not quite. I believe. So, Sam Burns trying for the three-peat this week at the Valspar Championship. Do we have Matt Brown? We do. Co-host of The Handle, Matt Brown in his home studio here in the desert. How you doing, Matt? Doing well, doing well. And yourself? Doing very well. Chances Good. chances of Sam Burns being on your card today? Probably pretty high, right? No, actually, I don't like these odds attached to how he is playing right now. I mean, oh. one of the things that we you know, we're loving about Sam Burns was the fact that he was just, you know, really great with his irons. Ball striking numbers were fantastic. And honestly, he is, he is not the same Sam Burns over the last kind of 10 tournament sample size, which is a pretty big sample size, right? I mean, we're talking about a guy that has lost on approach in six of his last eight and, and eight of his last 10, eight, I mean, eight, uh, seven of his last 10. So it's one of those things for me where something is a little off with him. And listen, these are guys are pros. they can go get out on the range and something click and he can find it and he can certainly go out and and win this week. It's a pretty thin field overall, but at 18 ish to one there where he's sitting right now, I can live with myself if I'm off Sam Burns and he, and he figures out what's been ailing him. Are you, do you like the fact, obviously we talked about the players championship last week being the least predictive of all courses or lower among the bottom predict in terms of predictive courses on the PGA tour. Do you like a tournament like this better where it's not, I mean, there is some, some names at the top for sure that are participating, but generally it's not really the greatest field in the world. Can you, can you generalize about that or is it really tournament to tournament thing? Yeah. I mean, listen, for me, it, it, the way things are gone so far this year, it's at least a little bit of breath of fresh air that we can go in and try to get some of these guys that are a little bit further down the board to win a tournament. Right. I mean, yeah. it's like the win equity between Rom and Scheffler and, and Rory, if you want to put Rory up there. And I think Max Homa is pretty quickly moving into that conversation as well. Another really good showing this past week. I mean, between those guys, these rest of these guys, I'm not going to say they don't have a chance because of course they have a chance, but boy, it is tough, tough, tough. And, you know, we get a field like this where it's just Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth as far as the absolute elite players in the world. And both of those guys haven't really been elite, right? I mean, this season. So for me, I kind of like, I kind of like this, you know, I kind of like us being able to go a little bit down the board and feel like we actually have some, some true win equity with some of these guys that are sitting, you know, 35, 40 ish to one or something. And that's part of like live, like live golfers not being there too. That hasn't hurt that either. Right. For those guys to be a successful week after week after week. All right. So what did you end up with here for the Valspar? Yeah. A couple of 40 to ones. It was Wyndham Clark and Justin. So were guys that had that popped really good in my model this week, considering you know, these, this field again, isn't the deepest of fields out there. So those guys up there, I mean, if you look at Wyndham Clark, he's kind of the perfect guy at 40 to one getting, you know, longer ish odds on a guy that is really and truly going to go with how the putter goes. All the other stats are there and he's been super consistent, but this is a guy that can lose seven strokes over the course of a tournament putting. and can also gain seven strokes over the course of a tournament putting. So we're going to try to be on the right side of variance here, Gil with Wyndham Clark and hopefully put him into contention with the 40 to one, Justin Sud, just one of the more consistent guys 
over the last month and a half on tour. And now he gets kind of a depleted field. And I think this might be one of the opportunities for him to actually make a move. Another model guy for me was Victor Perez. Um, if you are using some of the models out there that don't pull from the rest of world statistics, you probably didn't get anything like no kind of hits whatsoever on Victor Perez. But um, if you look at the ones that do pull in all the rest of the world statistics, he's actually been pretty good so far this year. Just hasn't played over stateside yet. So hopefully he can kind of keep that rocking and rolling. I mean, all, I mean, he's gained across the board in pretty much every single statistical category in those rest of world tournaments. And so Victor Perez, uh, you can find him in that 65 or 70 ish to one range, something like that. Alex Smalley was a guy that came in. Uh, you can probably find triple digits on him, if not pretty close to triple digits on him. And he is a guy that was inside the top 10 in various, in, in a lot of different versions of the models that I ran as high as fourth in one of the versions. And listen, if you're getting triple digits on a guy that's coming in that high, like I said, I'm not a slave to my numbers, but I can't just ignore that. Right. I mean, a guy that's coming in fourth in a, in a model and I'm getting triple digits on him. So Alex Smalley, the one that didn't, that wasn't really a, wasn't a model play is this Taylor Moore play at 60 to one. And this is just more of a field play, a guy that I feel like in a field like this, I like the way that he's been playing. He's slowly starting to put it all together. And I think in a field like this, where he doesn't have a ton of guys that he's got to leapfrog, like, you know, the, the studs that he's got to leapfrog, maybe can make a run if he puts everything together and plays a little bit above his baseline. So Taylor Moore is kind of the only non-model play this week and more of a, hey, my eyeballs see a guy that I think could break out at some point this season, and why not in a tournament where we don't have as deep of a field as usual? Okay. Uh, Kelly, we have time to do yours in the next segment, right? Because I want to ask yep. Matt a qu- follow-up from something you mentioned last week that I've been thinking about, which I didn't get a chance to ask you about, which is you you casually mentioned that you went, correct me if I'm wrong, that you went from one model to three models this year. Is that yes. true? Okay. Yes. So I'm really curious about this because when we did primetime action, you and Kelly were were – Similar models, although obviously tailored specifically to what you guys' value system was on each course and each tournament. But now that you've gone to three, and maybe we don't have enough sample size to answer this, but I'm curious because I worked with Dr. Bob for many years, and Bob, Mm -hmm. you know, he did get to some points because he's always adding layers. And he got to a point where there was some paralysis by analysis. I'm curious what the early returns are for you, and if any thought has crept into your head yet that, I don't know that this is better. It might be, but I'm not quite sure yet. Yeah, I think it is better. But again, like you said, sample size isn't quite there yet. Now, Kelly can talk about it in, in the next segment or whatever, but we've been on these tournaments so yes. far. I mean, like, you know, between, but, you know, listen, we've hit a couple of the outrights. We are certainly have had a guy in contention just about every single week so far. So I think what we're getting is pretty good because I'm basically just taking it's it's the same thing we've always talked about. You're like, I'm I'm using this as a very good, very good base and guideline, but I'm not a slave to it all. Right. Yeah. And so if I see something that's popping on one model and also on the other, that gives me the that gives me the signal, right, to go in and look at this guy a little bit further. And that's kind of how I do it with everything. I'm using not only Fantasy National that we used last year. I'm using uh, you know, Rick Gaiman as a guy that I know you yeah. have had on the show several times. We used to have on the show. He has a model over on his site that I'm using that actually pulls rest of world data that I like. And then I'm also using the the model system over at Data Golf. And again, it's one of those things you got to pay for all these deals. So I mean, it's not cheap, and certainly it's not for a, a super casual better, but 
Um, you know, if you want to get a little bit more serious, I would certainly recommend kind of getting into all that. And yeah, I mean, the similarities is what I'm looking for. And that's kind of how we're going. I find that stuff fascinating. And I bet anybody listening who's uh, looking to bet more golf would find that uh, interesting as well. Matt, good luck with the uh, Valspar Championship, sir. And by the way, have you met my friend Kelly Bidlin? He didn't get a chance to talk to you today. Hey, Bearded Bidlin. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Long Shots. It's up now. There you go. Visa.com slash podcast. Thank you, Matt. Kelly, Kelly's Valspar thoughts on the other side and some NBA draft musings on the other side as well. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We get tweets at beating the book. This is from Grayson Rossi. He's talking to Will Hill, always listening to the uh, Beating the Book podcast, our March Madness podcast, also available at vcin.com slash podcast. Our most listened to episode of the calendar year. The March Madness podcast, year after year. It's Will Hill. Oh, year after year. I was like, the one you just recorded? Oh, no, no, year after year. Year after year. It's more than the Vegas lifestyle one, which is usually second. But Interesting. Mar- yeah, but okay. March Madness is the biggest one. But Grayson Rossi's listening to it right now. He says, no Lampkin for TCU doesn't concern you, Will, at all? How are they going to stop Timmy? Obviously listening to the uh, Beating the Book NCAA podcast right now, LOL. Uh, Tim, and, and, and actually, Will does come back and says it does concern him. Robert Busa, would it be possible to give the final eight? I missed it. I had the six. Thanks. Oh, we're talking about the championship formula. Once again, currently qualified is Alabama, but really it's an eight-team group because the other seven are just on the outside looking in, and they could play themselves in. But it's Alabama right now on the inside looking out, and on the outside looking in, it's Houston, Purdue, Kansas, UConn, UCLA, Texas, and Creighton. This is from a Warrior Zero one three. Oh, it's Matt Warrior zero one three. He's a big UCLA guy. He goes, yes, Clark is a big loss, no question. However, just like in the Pac twelve tourney, 
Cronin rotates McClendon and Andrews to help defend. Clark was a starter when Bailey was out for seven games and remained after. If Bone is healthy, we easily make the Sweet 16 on the way to the Final Four. Brian Rosenthal talking about, uh, oh, I brought up Miles Simon and that Arizona team in 1997. He said, Simon says championship legendary Billy Packer line when he won that championship. Jesse Welch, I got to get me a Goosebump-style book about Kelly Bidlin narrated by Gil. <laughs> Sounds incredible. Oh, that was when... Uh, Kevy Kev had the uh, Dateline music in the background we were going to do for the championship. <laughs> Kelly Bidlin wasn't all that he seemed. He's a squirrely lad. Oh, and Doug Wedge wants you to know that Keegan is out. Keegan Bradley out of the Valspar WD. Yep, that yeah. did come down this morning. I did have a top 20 bet on him, so Ooh. that is a wash, I guess. Void. Void. All right, you got Valspar thoughts? Yeah, I do have Valspar thoughts. This is, just to quickly go through the tournament a little bit, uh, so we're back to a full field. This is not non elevated event. 144 players, top 65 in ties. We're over at Innisbrook Resort on the Copperhead Course, west coast of Florida, Palm Harbor. Um, this is a odd setup. It's a par 71, but you still have four par fives, five par threes. Plays a little funky in that sense. Um, Sam Burns has bat- won it back-to-back years, as you brought up. Paul Casey won it back-to-back years before that. This has been a difficult course. Sam Burns went 17 under in his two wins, Gil, so they've grown out some of the rough. Mm. They've brought some of the rough closer to the greens that are already small. My prediction is this play is very, very tough this week, uh, especially with a, not a very, very strong field in it either. So, um, that's going to be something to watch. I know there are some props out there listed. The rough playing uh, about an inch thicker uh, than what it was last year. Uh, also tight, narrow fairways. That's going to be important. Look for guys that are accurate off the tee, extremely uh, good on approach heading into the green. Now, as far as guys that I played this week, uh, Justin Rose, I know Wes Reynolds is on him as well. He was uh, He's probably my top-rated guy in the field this week, Gil. It's probably like him one, Spieth two. Um, he was top three in every model that I ran for the stats that I'm looking at, uh, this week played well at the players championship a week ago. Justin saw also on my card. He's a guy I'm kind of going in order of guys that I like the most here at the odds that they're at. Justin saw got him at 40 to one, um, play uh, Matt hit on it, but his last finish is six, 24th, fifth, 40th, 20th in his last five starts, top 10 in every model I ran. Of, care, of course, I'm a sucker for Gary Woodland, who showed up number one uh, in my model at different points. Here's the thing with Gary. If he can putt Gill and he can hit the ball straight and not land in any, like, thick grass, he's going to be <laughs> great this week. Yeah, he, he has problems scrambling and putting, though, recently. So if, he, if he's got to do any of that, might be a little shaky. And then Adam Hadwin, former winner at this uh, event as well. I'm on him on an outright um, top 20s on Rose. Keegan scratched that one off. Wyndham Clark, Matt hit on. Justin Suh, I'm on him. Suh over Wu in a matchup. Rose over Sam Burns. And then Jordan Spieth over Justin Thomas in a tournament matchup. Uh, just a sl- There's an edge there to me to uh, over Spieth over Thomas this week. So plus 120 uh, really wasn't a price I could pass up. All right, and you're doing multiple models like Matt as well? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, I'm, do- I'm doing two. Uh, we we kind of... You know, Matt, Matt and I do things very similarly. He does use an, an additional site that I don't use. Um, but, yeah, we, we use a couple, and then it's always a couple sites for modeling purposes. And then what we do is models based on uh, time span, right? So we'll do last 12 rounds, last 24 rounds, last 36 rounds, break it all down that by statistics that we're looking at per 
uh, by the course each week. What are those parameters again? Read them one time. 36, what is it? 36 yeah, like I'll usually just, we'll look at different kind of time spans, right? Like how yeah. are they playing with, under certain statistics in the last 12 rounds? But what are those? Which 12? would be three yeah. tournaments, yeah. right? So last 12 rounds, you could pick any time span. I yeah. can pick anywhere I want. I usually focus last 12, last 24, last 36 rounds mm-hmm. to really kind of get a barometer for who I'm really looking at. If I'm looking at guys that are popping in top 10 and kind of across all three of those, it means they're playing well recently. It means they're playing well over the past, you know, six months too. I do, I do three months, six months, 12 months for tennis per surface. There you go. And there you go. grading out. And that's where it, it's funny because it's the – I would say the biggest difference Matt and I have, because we do stuff really similarly, the biggest difference we have is he will look much further back than I actually do, especially when we get to this time of year. I think I always think it's great starting a season, but now that we're well into a season, I want the guys that have just played well the past kind of three, four, five tournaments. It's interesting, right, because Dan Weston will do he He's much more long-term than I am, but I will look at shorter-term numbers. I don't know that he does. So it really comes down yeah. to what you value. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just a personal kind of just slight difference. It's before, interesting. Before we go, um, let's take a gander, if you will. Have we ever used the word gander on the show? Before? Definitely. Let's take a uh, let's take a little look here at the NBA draft big board, which again, the NFL draft takes up most of our attention. It's in late April as we uh, approach it here in the next six weeks. But the NBA draft isn't until after the NBA season. It's in late June, and the board is not nearly as vast, or at least it hasn't been. One would hope that uh, as the years go on, it will be. And this year is huge because Victor Wembanyama, Wembanyama, pardon me, Victor Wembanyama is available, and everybody knows he's going number one. We saw him down here at the Dollar Loan Center Arena mm-hmm. when he was playing that game. He was tremendous. Playing against Scoot? He's minus 8,000. Yes, he was playing against the Vipers, the Las Vegas Vipers, Scoot Henderson in that game. And it was largely believed Vipers, that the, the Ignite. The Ignite. What the did Ignite. I say? Oh, Vipers is another team down there. Is that, is that the lacrosse team? Maybe so. XFL. <laughs> thanks, Thank thanks guys. Thank you. My Las Vegas <laughs> random sports team's wires got crossed. I apologize. So it was largely considered that Wembanyama, first of all, it's still considered Wembanyama's a lock to go number one, but that Scoot would go number two, right? Well, then the Brandon Miller thing is like sort of creeping in here. And you, that, by the way, it was 40 to 1. And then what was it? Oh, that was the number one pick. It was, you know, 40 to 1 for, for Scoot to go number one, 80 to 1 for Brandon Miller. It's not going to happen. But for number two, Scoot's minus 500, Brandon Miller's plus 250. And this has shifted big time. This has been really interesting. As far as I know, DraftKings is the only one that, that has posted this. They posted this market like four or five days ago. Um, Brandon Miller was at least plus 850, if not longer than that. That I, I saw, I caught it plus 850. JVT and I talked about it on Hardwood Handicappers actually on Monday. And I, look, this was one guild where I, it was everybody made so much about that matchup between Wimbanyama and Scoot Henderson and heading into the college season. It was kind of like locked in one and two. And all I started doing was started looking through because I've been watching a lot more Brandon Miller, like six foot nine wing that shoots forty percent from three, obviously in the college game. But yeah, that's that's a pretty special commodity in the NBA. Look at what Scoot Henderson's done this year. He's a little bit had a little bit of a shaky season over a nineteen game season uh, in the G League. But you're talking about a six foot two guard who, yes, he can attack the rim well, but he's shooting twenty seven percent from three. That's a good concern for, to me, or would be for me. So I thought I was talking with a friend about this. I was like, I'd fire on the plus eight fifty, and then we just get news yesterday. Scoot Henderson's being shut down for the rest of the season. Yeah. 
I don't think it's anything injury-related, but more they think he's got his position in the draft locked up. So I don't know. I think it's gotten interesting, and the odds have adjusted. And you do think, what, what's a sure thing? Maybe you'd go with the size of Brandon Miller. I mean, a lot of people are seduced by the, you know, what Scoot has to offer. It's an interesting thought. And and one would think that the Brandon, one would think, one would assume that the Brandon Miller stuff will be in the rear view by them, but who knows? Yep. Who knows on that as well? We've done all we can do. Lombardi Line next. Enjoy from Visa, the sports bet. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.